0: Coming up right now, the newest episode from Carr, Gwyn, and Ode on Three Pagans and a Cat. Good afternoon, this is Carr from Three Pagans and a Cat, and we are here this morning with NFA. So you're the co-chair of CON this year, correct? Of Convocation 2019. I had to think about what year it was. So do me a favor and tell us a little bit about you okay and who you are and what you've done and that kind of stuff and what led you to get to this place where you're co-chair of con
1: okay so my very first con was in 2007 and i was so excited i had never even heard of it even though it had been going on since 90 something and i came and i went to take a yoga class and the instructor didn't show up i'm a certified yoga instructor (laughs) so i went out to the ops window and i said hey I can teach this class, the participants will be happy that their class wasn't cancelled. And they said, Great, do it. <laughs> I taught the class, I went out and said, Thank you very much. This was a wonderful experience and they handed me twenty bucks. And I went, Wow, I like this. <laughs> so so that was my first year. The second year, two thousand and eight, I submitted some classes. I taught classes and the third year I was on staff. I've never been just a participant oh, wow. at this event. And this, this event is very dear to my heart. I love my community. Yeah. And so that's how I got to where I am now.
0: And so you just slowly kind of moved up the ranks. and
1: is so slow, but yeah.
0: <laughs> well, it's 2019. You started in 2007. That's 12 years. That's, right, right, right. That seems slow. It, it, it didn't at the time. <laughs> Were you part of picking loving kindness chest as part of... What the event was this year, and then again, what it is next year? Is that a joint decision? How does that come about?
1: Well, we always have themes. Right. And we've gone through astrology themes. We've gone through the tarot theme. And now we are doing the Kabbalah. Okay. The Tree of Life. And it is a set... Pattern? Pattern, thank yep. you. So you move from one to the other as you do your workings. Okay. So that you can work properly through it. Gotcha. And Chesed is loving-kindness. Okay. And so that's what it is this year, moving and, from last year.
0: And next year's theme.
1: Next year's theme is I'm not sure I can pronounce it correctly, but okay. it is it's more the anger side of it. Okay. So we, we're going from the loving kindness to more the anger side of it, and and how we learn from that and deal
0: okay. with that. Awesome. You know, we're fairly new to con as three pagans and a cat or period. You know, we came last year for one day, mm-hmm. enjoyed the snot out of it, did a uh, episode about convocation and how much we loved it and promised ourselves we'd come back for the entire time this year, which we've managed to do. Uh, thanks in great part to our listeners and their support. So how would people and, and where do people all come from? I mean, is it like just the Michigan area or do they come from Canada and because you all are in detroit so canada's fairly close how big of an area do you draw from we've been trying to tell people it's basically the midwest if you live anywhere in the midwest you can probably make it here
1: well we are the biggest event of this kind in the midwest however we have people jason Mankey is from california right although he did used to live here we have people come from the east coast okay some of our staff lives in indiana Okay, and and yes, Canada. They come from Canada. So actually, we have people come from, from all, all over the United States.
0: Yeah, and you're averaging about a thousand attendees. Is that correct?
1: Yes, yeah. just under. Yes. Okay,
0: so I mean that makes it. I mean, if people have been to pagan events, and we try to encourage our listeners to get out to as many as they can, a thousand's a big number.
1: Right. This is, a, this is a large event.
0: Yeah, yeah. It, it's fun for us. I think um, first time was last year, but we met so many people. And some of those people you only get to see mm-hmm. at this event. Yes. So it's, it's kind of like a, almost a homecoming. Yes. Yeah, which yes, I so think is really is, cool.
1: Because there's people I only see here. Yeah. I met my husband here. He was a merchant. Okay. When I met him. And he lived in the UP. So when I first met him, we saw each other once a year here. We spoke a little bit, and that was it. Right. So, and then that developed later, but yeah, I only you only see people once a year. At yeah. This big event.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So, how can people find out more about it? You have a website, obviously.
1: There's two different websites. Okay. There's convocation.org. and then there's the MEC page of the Magical Educational Council, Council. and it's M I hyphen dot org.
0: Okay, and we'll make sure we link those. Yes, we're going to
1: link those because I want to make sure I said that properly. Yeah. (laughs) And both of those pages will have your information. We also have Facebook pages. Okay. We always have an event page before the event, and then we have two different pages. We have a a closed group and we have an open group. Right. For convocation.
0: Okay. I was pleasantly surprised that the price isn't huge. Right. You know, uh, I spent the majority of my career in the entertainment industry... And so I've done big music festivals, Mm -hmm. you know, and you go to a four-day music festival and you're spending, you know, $800 on the tickets. Before you ever think about where you're staying or anything like that. So it's really cool that the the price is, I would say, easy, (laughs) you know, from from that perspective to be able to afford that, which I think is great.
1: Well, we want as many... People to come here as possible. Right. Our classes. We want to help them learn and grow. So we keep the price as minimum as we can, so it's available to more people.
0: Right. And there's there's certainly no lack of uh, classes available. We taught at four o'clock yesterday afternoon, and I think there were probably three or four other classes we would have rather been in than ours.
1: Right. And that (laughs) that can be the dilemma at this event. I believe on the grid this year there was 156 classes. Yeah, in four days. And they start Thursday afternoon when we start. Yeah. It's so diverse. There is something here for everybody, and then they can learn new things, too. Right. They can look at other paths or other things that may lead them into other avenues.
0: Yeah. Again, I, and I've said this multiple times on our podcast, but if you have a chance to make it out to a pagan event, you should go, whether it's a pagan pride day or something like convocation. If you live anywhere and you want to come to convocation, they already have stuff up for next year. You can already see kind of what's coming. They don't have the classes listed yet because nobody's submitted yet.
1: No, uh, but the, the, the deadline for classes is September 1st. Yep. So obviously we wouldn't have anything right. until that was all done. But
0: I can tell everybody that there's uh, no desire for lack of classes. I mean, obviously, 156 classes in really three days. I mean, it's a four-day event, but it's half a day on Thursday, that half a day is. on Sunday. So, And the fact that you've managed to find a space that's big enough to accommodate that and have rooms. And then there's always seems to be something going on in somebody's room. Yes. I, uh, there's a, I, I went last night to, uh, the Sazerac thing with Baba Teddy and Witch Doctor Utu. And Ode and I had already heard the Sazerac story from Teddy because we're friends with him mm-hmm. from being in GR. And so we actually left the room because it was so crowded in there that there, there was just not room to fit any more people in All there. Right. So it's neat to see like those little things that go on in, in different rooms. And I know like podcasting wise, We're here doing interviews. Pagan Pathways Temple is doing interviews. And I think there's another podcast here that's just getting started. It is. um, That uh, she's going around getting information and that kind of stuff. And we will link all those other podcasts down in the thing. Because I know you all are always looking for other podcasts to listen to. Because we don't put them out often enough for you, apparently. But you get us (laughs) to $750 a month and we will be there. So we'll be weekly. What would you like to tell our listeners about the event that they can... You know, is there a way for them to start to get signed? And when does, when does registration start for next year? How do they find out? Like, kind of exactly what's going on, so they can get going and uh, and be able to get here for next year? Because obviously, unless they really hurry, they're not going to make it this year.
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> well, our web of uh, the two web pages right. that we spoke about that we're going to link to. Yep. Will have information. You can start to register in the fall. We have early registration at a discount. Yep. So it, it doesn't cost as much if you can get into the early registration. Um, that cuts off in January. Okay. And then after that, it would be the regular price. Classes are posted by January. Yeah. So they can find out what's there so they can decide if there's anything really there for them. Right. And I, I don't yeah. know how there couldn't be, but. Right, yeah. You know, but keeping up with those web pages and the Facebook pages okay. is going to be their best bet for getting information. They can always connect to us in one of those pages. There's a contact us. Right. We will answer their email if they have questions that they're not seeing on the web pages. Okay. Because it'll be a few months before those are start to get updated. Sure. So, so yeah, yeah, you all need a break. Be, <laughs> you're only going to see what you see now for a little while.
0: Right. And then there's always a. a you all work out a great deal with the hotel, mm-hmm. which is fabulous. You know, we get a discounted rate on the rooms. And so I would suggest that they pay attention to those web pages for when that link populates for the hotel.
1: Right, because we sell out. Yeah, yep. However, over in the parking lot behind us...
0: The Hawthorne? Is that what it is? The, yes, I think yep. that's what it's called. Hawthorne Suites, yeah. So,
1: so some of our attendees stay there if they didn't get a room here. Mm-hmm. On the Facebook page, people post closer to the event if they want a roommate or not. Right. There are volunteering opportunities at the event. That will help them pay for the registration. Okay. So they pay for the registration and get, and get registered, sign up to volunteer, and then they get reimbursed.
0: Okay. And so that's like the, uh, my mind's a blank as to what it's called, but the room with the food.
1: What's well, <laughs> the hospitality room. Hospitality room, yeah. So that yeah. would be one of the rooms you could volunteer yep. in. You can volunteer up at registration. You can be a volunteer volunteer, which means you might do any of it. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and then there's security. Okay. Uh, so so there's there's a lot of opportunities right. to be able to volunteer and get back some of your registration.
0: This is the only event I've ever been to where the hospitality suite is open to anybody.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I've done thousands of events in my life like this, and it's usually set aside just for uh, speakers or, in my case, bands. So I think it's really cool that it's just open to anybody, and... It's almost always high-protein stuff, which is great because you run yourself ragged basically here because you're always trying to get to the next class and do I have time to eat and do I... and, And I know there's a break, but it seems like those breaks for dinner or whatever go by really, really quickly.
1: They do, don't they? Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> you end up talking to somebody like on the way and then you find somebody else and you talk to them and then you're like, I've got 10 minutes now <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> left right, of right, my right, break right. before it's time to go and there's no way I'm going to get into the restaurant. Uh, but there's always, the restaurant here does a great deal yes. on, uh, that, that's on site at the hotel, gives a great deal on uh, the dinners, their kind of buffets, and the food's been great. I actually complimented the chef on it because, I mean, it's, it's hard to cook for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I actually do a recipe on every one of our podcasts. So I'm very familiar. I used to manage a restaurant in Washington, D.C. a long time ago. Uh, so I know how hard that is to mm-hmm. turn out quality food in a buffet style. It's been amazing. So we, I actually like made sure that I pulled the chef aside and complimented him and the, the, the floor manager in the restaurant. Greeted everybody, got everybody yes. to where they needed to be. I mean, they're really good at this. So I've been very impressed with the hotel staff. There's not often that that happens.
1: No, oh, and they love us too. Yeah. We love them and they love us. Yeah. Um, they're extremely accommodating. We have a meeting before con with the chef, the event planner, I think is her title, and the woman who makes sure that all of our Uh, Reservations and everything are taken care of, and there was a couple of other people in that meeting. They are very open to any suggestions we make. They they bend over backwards to try to do what we ask for. That's great. if If it's at all possible, right? So yes, this is this is a great hotel for this.
0: Yeah. If anybody is a Hilton Honors member like I am, yes, that you can register your hotel room as soon as MEC puts up the discount code. And you don't have to pay for anything until you get here. So it just kind of sits there and waits for you to, uh, get here and take care of it, which was great. Cause I could get in like as soon as the, it populated with the discount code. I'm like, I'm in, <laughs> you know, it's definitely a good way to do it. And, and then you collect the points on it too. Right. Right. So right. as an honors member. So you, you know, eventually you get your room free when you're you know, come to these kind of events. So I super appreciate you coming up here and doing this today. I know you've been kind of run ragged this weekend, I'm sure with all the stuff going on. I know you said you only had two things you had to be at, but every time I see you, you're running to the next thing. (laughs) So
1: (laughs) like I said, this, this, this event in particular, but my community is very dear to my heart. Right. So I do what needs to be done and, and I enjoy it and I love it and I I'm glad to be here.
0: And so Convocation is part of the MEC, the yes. Magical Education Council. Yes. So do you want to explain that? And also, I believe you all also do like a scholarship type thing. Yes. So we do, do a you lot, lot of things. Yep.
1: So, so we help pagans in need. Magical Educational Council is a group of people on a board, and I am, I am on the board. And um, right now there's eight of us on the board. Okay. And we are working for our community. So we are not just involved in this. We sponsor other organizations' events. The um, Pagan Fest yep. is having a spring fling. Right. And we're sponsoring that. We sponsor the Witches Ball, which is connected to Conjure, as you said. Yep. We're a very close-knit community. And we help each other out as best we can. Right. And the whole idea for the Medical educational council is so people can learn. Right. So we can grow, so we can share. So that's that's what we do.
0: That's awesome. Well, I appreciate you being here. Thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to well, come up and do for a little podcast. Me. Yeah. And then I have one other thing I have to bring up Uh-oh. that Dave told me about.
1: Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've known David a long time. <laughs> so,
0: were you in Oz the Great and Powerful? I
1: am in Oz the Great and Powerful. I'm a Munchkin. Okay. Uh, if you watch it on TV very often, they cut me out. <laughs> uh, if you have the, if you have the DVD, a little over halfway through the movie, we are at Glinda's castle. Okay. And um, we're all excited that we're going to have this wizard. I probably should back up and say Oz the Great and Powerful is a prologue to. The Wizard of Oz. Right. It explains how Oscar, the wizard, got there. Right. And so we're all excited he's there. We're trying to impress him. There is a Stuntkins, which is the Munchkins doing stunts, a big dance number just before the part I'm about to tell you. And so we're all excited. The Munchkin stunt people do their thing. And then I'm coming down the stairs with the other Munchkins, all excited that oscars there and the wicked witch goes over and we all freeze and i am smack dab in the middle of the screen in the dvd awesome (laughs) otherwise they cut me out because i guess i'm not important (laughs) Um, all of the munchkins had to be legal little people okay and i actually was one of the tallest on the set at four foot five okay most of them i was had to look down to look in their eyes so they're amazing people all of them the experience was just amazing
0: that's great. Anyway, I thought I had to get that in. Thank <laughs> Dave you. told thank me about you, it.
1: Actually, I thank you.
0: <laughs> All right, thank you very much. Thank you. You've been listening to 3 Pagans and a Cat. Find out more information at www.3pagansandacat.com.